Hi, I'm Allison. I'm a compulsive reader in Belaymec. Hi, Allison. Um, if you guys will join me, I want to do a wee version of this earning prayer. God, grant us serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. There's so much buildup on um, days like today. You know, there's so much. Like, it's got to be that perfect at least in my head, that movie day, like a TV episode or movie where like everyone comes together, everyone's happy, everyone holds hands, everyone loves each other. It's wonderful and magical. And my experiences at Thanksgiving pre-program were not so much that. It was like time to gather with my family. And at least for me, it was, um, if you guys do this, but when you make stuffing in the pot, you nibble and you sample as you go. And magically, the large container of stuffing, like when it was actually time to put it in the turkey, was much, much smaller because it got sampled away. And that was by me, my mom, my dad. Like Thanksgiving really became a food holiday or a food binge holiday with TV and then also an opportunity to do more because there's always leftovers. There's always like another slice of pie. Like people don't think it's not a problem to have multiple servings on Thanksgiving. It's like the socially acceptable, you know, ability to overeat. But it was always, um, it was always just kind of a, an empty day in a way. Cause it was like, I'm supposed to feel X, Y, Z. And I don't, I end up kind of eating and then not feeling okay. And I'm, I'm a compulsive eater from, you know, quick backstory is puberty and then throughout high school battled bulimia and overeating and then college full force and then I joined program 12 years ago and I joined program in August and I remember um, Halloween I had alcohol so I could drink which really meant I wanted to say I was drunk so I could overeat and then throw up and then my first Thanksgiving my mom came to visit and we went to family friends of hers, and I remember throwing up at this person's house and like just having it be not a great day. Like it was just one of those days where I feel like I'm just not good enough or I'm not okay, it's not gonna be all right. And for the following 11 years, this will hope God willing be my 11th year abstinent in program, I go to a place and I'm gonna eat a plate of food. It's not gonna be sexy, it's not gonna be exciting, it's not gonna be all of the food I've ever wanted, it's not gonna be perfect, but it will be food. It'll be food, you know, and it'll just be a meal, and then I'll go home, and then we'll be another meal. And through program, I get three meals a day with an optional snack, and it's okay. Not every meal is amazing. Some are good, and some are like, that was really disappointing. Like, I kind of wish I got a do-over, like, because that wasn't good. Can I go again? And I don't, like, for today, you know, in theory, I used to. But um, for today, it's just... I hate to say it's just a day or it's just Thanksgiving, but it's just one of those, like, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to today. Today's the day I'm supposed to. Everyone else is doing it. Or people are saying, don't you want some of X, Y, Z? Or I made this with love. I made it for you when it's not the stuff I can have. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if they did, even if they found some sugar-free, agave-free, alcohol-free, <laughs> flour-free, amazing dessert, I don't know if I really should have it. Like, maybe I could have a slicer serving, but I might want more because usually people don't make individual servings. They make a giant, like, eight-serving thing. And is it really going to give me what I need? Is it going to cause noise? You know, and and for today, um, the focus is supposed to be gratitude and things I'm thankful of. And I, I thought this morning, or last night, I was thinking of, like, oh, what are the things I'm grateful for? And I have an unusual spin. I have all the things I kind of didn't like about myself in my life that I actually am grateful for through the process of doing the steps. Um, As a child, 
I was a brat, you know, who would think that I would want to be grateful for that. But I, I got to feel feelings. I got to have desires and demands. I was not a good friend back in the day. And today, oftentimes, I am a person who puts her foot in her mouth. I, I speak. I don't often think before I speak. Thankfully, with the share, there's some um, semblance of a pause or some semblance of carry the message, but oftentimes I'll say something that I regret. And it's really hard to sit with the discomfort of knowing I hurt someone's feelings and I made a mistake and I can't undo it. And part of that's the like selfish, selfish, self-seeking dishonesty and fear of like, I want them to like me. I want them to think I'm great. I don't want to be a person who makes mistakes and I'm afraid like it won't change. You know, but for today, through working the steps and working a program, I am able to have gratitude that I don't, I'm not always going to be a good friend, but that doesn't mean I can't be a friend. I have gratitude that I have an eating disorder because it's a way of helping me cope where it did. And for today, it's a way of forcing me to be in these rooms. Not that I wouldn't want to, but like, I'm not sure. If I didn't need to come here, my husband would rather have me home and we'd watch whatever Amazon Netflix show we're going to binge on, which is what we did last night for six hours. Like, we'd do it again today. And this is a break in the pause. This is me taking care of myself and saying that I'm powerless. I can't. I have a higher power and my higher power will help me. Um, I have gratitude that I lost my dad. You know, it's a, I'm a member of a club I don't want to be a part of. But it helped me get to where I am today. My dad died as a result of this disease. And I knew I didn't want to live a life with extreme excess weight. And I want to say dishonesty because there's something about shutting yourself off when you're in the food. And because he passed away, the next two years I had difficulty, which I'll talk about in a few moments. And I ended up just, it, it didn't get better. And I did a geographic and I moved here. And I walked the six blocks from meeting on Sunday night and I stayed. And I'm here and I'm, you know, you are my program family. You are the people who I have spent the last 11 Thanksgivings with. You know, I'm not alone and I've heard many of you share. And it's, it's just good to know that there can be, there's an honesty and there's a trust and there's a, um, a vulnerability that we have here in the rooms that you might not find elsewhere. You know, we say the things we don't want to tell other people or the things that we feel shameful about. And there isn't judgment. There isn't, oh, I would have done this or da-da-da-da-da. Or if you'd asked my mother or my mother-in-law or my grandmother, they would have told me how I, what I should have done. In program, we say, I have experienced strength and hope for that. Or thank you for your share. There's not a you should have done it differently. It's thank you for your story. Um, so after my dad passed away, I, I took a job selling cars, and my boss was inappropriate with me. Um, that was pre-Me Too. And I wanted his help to sell cars, so I ended up having this relationship of sorts with him, which I have gratitude for because I now know what I don't want a relationship to look like. That wasn't an uh, appropriate power dynamic. It wasn't me respecting myself. And for today, it's like you got to know where you don't want to be to know where you do want to go. So I do have gratitude, and I'm still now working through some of the, the trauma of, like, I now can um, feel it more than just talk about it. And it's interesting to remember what it was like. Um, so I had a crappy job, and I allowed people to be mean to me. Um, for two years, I was an executive assistant, which in the moment I did not appreciate. I did not like it. It felt like it was a very lowly job, and I needed to do more and better. But when I had that job, I got to – I commuted down to Palo Alto. I listened to podcasts almost every day. I made phone calls. I went from, I came back from Palo Alto, I'd go straight to a meeting. 
And when I was there, there wasn't really a food court, so I brought my, my meals with me. So at that point, I had willingness to weigh and measure my food and to bring it with me, which I might not have had if I had a different job in a different location in a different place. All of those things lined up for me to have willingness to try. So whatever it was, whatever job I'm in in the moment is where I'm supposed to be at that moment. Um, I was in retail for 11 years, which it is not as glamorous as you might think. Um, you know, working every Black Friday, working every Christmas Eve, working every New Year's Day, working almost every Saturday or Sunday. It was fine until it wasn't. And it, it gave me tools. It gave me the ability to interact with people and to meet people. And it's kind of amazing. While in my jobs, I've bumped into program people, and it's kind of amazing seeing them out of context. One of them, my one of my sponsor, one of my sponsors actually had an issue, and I walked over and I was like, "I will take care of that." Like I got to be of service in a program way and get these God shots where I interact with other people. And last night I was walking and I bumped into a program fellow, and her husband works where I work. And it's just kind of like, it doesn't need to be a thing. It could just be these are people in the world who you can wink and you can say hi to. I had an experience once where I was in an airport. I forget where I was traveling from, but I was reading one of the daily readers, and the person across from me was like, I'm in a program also. And we talked program in, like, an airport lounge, like, waiting for our flights. And it was just, like, it's just kind of special that there can be other people where you can say, I'm going through some stuff, or I've got some things on my mind, and it's not a dump and run. It's... You can really get to, like, if I'm going to say something in two to three minutes, what does I really need to say versus all of the other fluff? And not that we don't need the fluff, but, like, I'm scared, I'm afraid, I need help, I need a hug, I need my higher power. Or, like, I don't know what's going to happen, I don't know what this is going to be like. And there's, there's something on the other side of, of navigating a bunch of things is knowing I'm not going to be dropped. Or if I, if I bump my knee, it's going to get better. There might be a bruise, but I'm not broken. And, and a lot of the reason for me to eat before was like, I don't know if I can survive this. I need to eat the food because if I don't, I won't have a soft landing. When I have been taken care of, as, as uncomfortable and painful as trudging this road is, the road of happy destiny, it's there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on it and I'm, I'm thank you. And I'm, I'm taking care of myself. Um, I was not a good roommate for many, many years. And even now, maybe I'm not the best wife. Like I still, my husband, um, I rinsed something this morning and I put it in the drying rack next to the dry glasses. And he's like, please, could you not put the wet glass next to the dry glass? Which some of you might find that very much a problem also. I don't. And I forget that he tells me to do this. Like, or like, can you close this door? Or can you do this thing? Or can you please A, B, or C? And I try to remember. I try. And sometimes I remember and sometimes I don't. You know, but I when I make a spill now or if something happens, I know it was mine and I'm going to clean it up. And sometimes if I see a spill, I'll clean up someone else's spill because I don't want someone else to, to fall or something to happen, which is not something I would have done 10, maybe 12 or 15 or 20 years ago. I would have said, it's not my problem. It's not for me to do. You know, if I leave trash, someone else will clean it up. Like, I'm some princess and there's people around. And for today, let me do my part. And program really helps with that. When we are of service, we help other people. Like when I show up to a meeting or, you know, contribute to a thing or brainstorm something, If when I do this, I help program continue. I help it survive because I need it to survive. And it might not need me. If I'm not there, it'll go on. But I like knowing I was a part of it. And I like knowing because other people did things for me. When I go to a meeting and there's a secretary and there's someone paying rent and there's someone organizing stuff, I really appreciate it. I don't even think about it, but I appreciate it. It's like knowing you have a home and electricity and heat. Like if the house isn't there, I can't get the nourishment that I need. Um, I overheard my boss on a conference call talking about not helping me. 
which really wasn't great to hear, um, but I needed to hear it. If I hadn't have heard it, I wouldn't have left my job. I left a little over a year ago. And I wouldn't have looked for a job for, you know, nine months not knowing what I was going to do. And I wouldn't have found this job I have now, which I really, really like. And it's not so much ironically, but a former sponsee got me this job. You know, I talked about it a year earlier and I was discussing how I'm trying to change jobs. And then she saw me at the Sunday 930 meeting. She's like, oh, you're still looking for work, right? And I was like, oh, we're hiring. And she told me about it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, next right action, next right action. And I went and I wasn't sure if it'd be the thing. And the woman didn't want to hire me. And then a week and a half later, she did hire me. And I've been there nine months and I'm up for promotion. And I really, really love it. Like, I don't know if this is my job forever, but for today, it's my job. And all of these other things I've done, retail, selling cars, babysitting, talking to people, being in program, have helped me be good at this job. You know, and it's like if I had tried to do the job out of the gate, I would have a lot of people issues. And I've kind of, it's almost like a jeweler polishing a stone. Through my life, I've gotten a little more and more polished. I have a, a little fewer rougher edges. There's a few less things I bump on now or a few less things I know to navigate. Don't bump into that or go that way. And I, and I wouldn't have had it if out of the gate I was amazing at this. I wouldn't have had the, the patience and the awareness and, and the tolerance inside. And what I really get from program is a little bit of space. There's a little bit of space from a thing happening and me reacting. A thing happening and me having the food immediately in my mouth. You know, for today, there's a like, oh, okay, that happened. Okay, like, just because there's snacks around doesn't mean they're mine. Like, I had this really amazing gift where other people's food is not my food. Just because there's free food at work or piles of stuff, especially during the holidays, does not mean I need to sample it. I do not, I am not on a cooking show where I need to give the critique of what's good and what's better. That's not my food. Other people can play that game. I can't win. I'm always going to lose the game of can I just try a little. My dad um, was in program for a little bit and told me a little bit is too much and all you have isn't enough. You know, when people tried to offer him samples, he's like, I can't, I can't. And I just, you know, part of program is just showing up. And another thing I'm grateful for, even though I probably wouldn't want to say I'm grateful for it, I've been on a lot of first dates, a lot of second dates. I've In program, I learned how to absolutely date. I spent two years of not dating anyone because I needed to get to know myself because I wasn't picking people that actually worked for me. And I needed to just work the steps. I needed to just show up and learn about myself. And then I slowly started going on dates. And I tried to, I call it dating abstinently. I'd go on like a date and I'd call my sponsor, I'd call him what my food is, and I'd call him romantically what I wanted to do. Because I couldn't be trusted. You know, if I, through program, I lost some weight and people now wanted me. And if people want me, I have to say yes, right? Like I have to be with them. No, I get to say no. I get to say no to food. I get to say no to people asking me for things. I get to say no to, thank you, romantic interactions that I don't want. I get to say no. And that's really new for me. Um, but I got to practice having first dates. I got to practice getting dressed up and putting on makeup and looking pretty and like working on my sales pitch of who do I want to be in the world. And after the sales pitch, like I would just kind of like, okay, so here's me. Who are you? Like I, I got to stop trying, which took time. It took time with a lot of people saying, no, thanks, no, thanks. Or like they'll say yes. And they never follow up or thank. Okay. I'm going to say thank God. But like, I'm not a swipey person. Like I'm not sure if my personality shows on a, on a tiny screen swiping. So I'm really grateful. I found my husband before that. And who knows what the future may bring. I hope to be with him forever, but if not, like I will have to learn how to be like charming in a swipe and sparkly. But like for today, like I just try to be myself. 
And if I like me, other people might have a chance of liking me. Or if I like most of me, I can kind of have space for other people to come in. Um, I've carried laundry up a hill because I didn't always have laundry in my apartment. And I used to, when I was so like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, the bus isn't coming, I would say the steps over and over again. And I tried to practice saying the steps. I tried to say the traditions. I tried to say the third step prayer. Mantras are really amazing when you're doing things you don't want to do. Um, I've been in a room where people have gotten fired next to me and HR fires them and says like, once I leave the room, don't say anything. So I've had to like sit on my hands and like literally just say, I offer myself to thee, I offer myself to thee, to build with me and to do with thee as we will. Just over and over and over again for like two to three minutes because otherwise I don't know what I'll say. And like in that situation, I'm a liability if I say something I shouldn't say. And like in negotiations, I have to like close, you said the thing, close your mouth, let the other person speak. Because in that silence is where you get the money or you lose the money if you do talk. You have to let there be silence for the other person to decide what they're going to do. I don't like silence. I don't like giving other people silence. I will fill silence. I can fill 20 minutes easy. But, like, mm-hmm. I just – there's something about being with myself that I both love and hate at the same time. It's just so uncomfortable. But through program, I get to kind of find that space. Um, I am grateful for having to cook vegetables. It's so amazing to cook vegetables. It's annoying to, co- uh, to buy them, to chop them, to compost them, to cook them, to clean all the dishes. But when I do that, I have food that works for me. You know, I'm taking care of myself when I make my food. Um, I am grateful when guys don't call me. I've had a couple times where, like, I met someone, I thought there was something, we were a slightly intimate, and then I didn't hear from them. And what happened was God's rejection. Rejection is God's protection. When something doesn't happen, it means something else is waiting for me. And it's really hard to sit with the month, three months, six months, a year of knowing someone didn't want me. How could they choose to not want me when I opened myself up to them? And there was a guy that I was friendly with who we both had an employee and we were together for on and off. And he ended up being with this employee and dated her and then married her and now they have a child. And through the process of my program, I can wish them well. I can pray for them for two weeks and hope that they have all the things that they need. Because he was not the person for me. I want to be wanted. That's, you know, it's genuine. We all want it. But I didn't really want him. And he wasn't my person. But the idea of someone not wanting me, how dare he? It's just, it wasn't who I needed to be for that moment or who I needed to be with. Every person in my life happens for a reason. I just don't always know it in that moment. And sometimes hindsight gives me that perspective to go back and to see. So through program, I have willingness to ask for help. I'm a better employee, boss, friend, partner. Um, I get to be a better sponsor by understanding others and by having all these things I'm grateful for. And I get to be reminded that I am not terminally unique not I want to be special and I'm not not to say I'm not a great person but things I go through are things I've heard in the rooms other people talk about them and they can survive them and they cannot eat over them and they can make you stronger um oh and then I've lived in tiny apartments 200 square feet with my husband I've had not I've lived without a microwave and without a closet and in an inconvenient location and all of these things are survival all of these things are not a deterrence you know it's there's no reason not to be in a chair, in a room, hearing people, and have willingness to, like, what's the next step I need to work on? Can I sit for a minute? Can I know what my food's going to be for today? Can I tell another person so there isn't shame around it? And can when I know the plate is over, that's food for the next meal? 
and have that be okay and sit with the discomfort of other people getting A, B, or C and them talking about it um, and knowing that, like, it's not my food and, like, it's not what my higher power wants for me and it's not, it's not going to it's not gonna make me feel safe even though I think I want it and my brain tells me it's what I need so thank you